Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Black Girls Keto 2. I am your host, Wendy Featherston, and I am happy today about this new episode. I have been doing keto for almost two years now, and what I have found that along my journey is that everybody's body responds differently to um, this newfound way of eating. And with that, everyone will have different results. And the thing that I've recognized for myself first, and as I coach other women through this, is that you cannot compare your journey to anyone else's. I don't care if it's uh, your sister, your cousin, and your partner, and you all may eat the same foods and you cook them for them. The body will respond differently. And there's so many different variables why the body responds differently um, to different things for different people. But there's one main thing, and we're going to talk about that in this episode, and that is our mindset and our thoughts and what our thoughts or the impact that our thoughts have on our bodies. And there are three queen stories or posts, if you will, that I would like to share that they posted today in the group. And... In responding to them, it really made me, you know, think that this was a larger issue for other people. So I want you all to stay tuned because we have a lot of juicy things that we're going to talk about. But first, let's talk about where, if you are new to us um, here, we, one, thank you for listening to we are Black Girls Keto too, and we are on Facebook, and you can find us at Black Girls Keto too. We are the ones with over 25,000 queens in the group. I am so excited about that, y'all. We have reached 25,000 queens. We are a very active group, and there's a lot of chatter going on, good positivity um, and positive energy flowing and good vibes in the group. So join us on Facebook. On Instagram, we are blackgirls underscore keto to follow us. Why don't you? And if you would like to reach out to me, you can leave a message on the podcast and or you can email me at wendy at creativelywendy.com. I would love to hear from you. Also, to keep this podcast running, we would love for you to um, share some exchanging of energy with us. If you get any energy from this podcast, we would love for you to share some energy with us. And you can do that um, monetarily, right? Money is energy and you can exchange and support this podcast um, in a monetary way. We do appreciate it. It will help us keep the podcast going. So again, stay tuned 
for all of the juicy bits that we and gems that we're about to drop um, about mindset and your thoughts and how they affect how you release weight. All right. Stay tuned. All right. We are back and we are going to jump in with this episode. So I hope everyone is having a great day today. I hope where you are, the weather is good. And if it's not, it's still a great day, right? I I call rain liquid sunshine. So let's jump in. So like I stated in the introduction, I been talking back and forth with three queens that really moved me this morning to really um, post this episode. Um, I had something totally different planned, but I'll definitely do that next week. But I just believe that these three queens have um, some challenges that they're facing that a lot of us have faced still face today and are facing as well. So I wanted to address them here, you know, in this safe space. So the first um, queen wrote a post and I won't use her name. And so she says that she has been um, attempting keto for about six weeks. I have only lost 12 pounds. I was becoming discouraged. I see people posting their carb face versus keto face. So I decided to give it a try. And though it's not much, I can see a little difference. Mainly, I can see my dimples in my eyes a little more. My clothes fit looser and I really want to, but I really want to see it reflect on the scale. So I, I just took a deep breath in, and it's a witnessing breath just to, you know, take in what, what this queen has, um, felt and posted. And so the thing about it is, let's talk about it. Now you all on here can't see her picture, but take it from me. I'm a trustworthy source. Her picture that she posted, her before and her current picture, oh my God. Listen, not only can you see her eyes and her dimple, her chin is so defined, her face is so full, and her skin is bright and glowy. If if I was to look at her, you know, I'm like, is she the same person? Because she looks different in six weeks, mind you. Now, six six weeks is not a really long time. However, it's enough to to, to notice a difference and change in our face. You know, a lot of us release weight first in our face. Um, you can also notice it in your clothes because the beauty of keto is that you release and burn fat, right? For fuel, once you get into being fat adapted and all of those things. And, you know, 
12 pounds in six weeks. Let me just pause a second. Kudos to her. And 12 pounds in six weeks. She says, only 12 pounds in six weeks? I'm really not sure of what people expect. Releasing 12 pounds in six weeks is amazing. Do you understand me? It's amazing. Six weeks is one month and two weeks. That's brilliant. And for her to be discouraged because, and not only just be discouraged, y'all, but to say only as if that was a small feat to do, right? In six weeks. I know people who have dieted for years who would be jumping up and down for joy for those 12 pounds. And what I really want us to to get from this is that, you know, we have to be a lot more kinder to ourselves. We have to be a lot more gentler to ourselves. And we have to celebrate the the accomplishments that we make, y'all. That is something to celebrate. And it is something to be proud of. You know, I think people... I mean, so she's clearly did her side-by-side pictures. She did them just like I say before picture first, um, you know, the current picture, you know, second or from left to right. She did it the same way. But because we don't spend a lot of time looking at ourselves, we don't. We don't spend a lot of time looking at ourselves. A lot of us put makeup on. Well, for those of, I don't put makeup on every day, but some of you do. And some of you beat your face to the gods, but a lot of you don't see yourselves, right? You do not see yourselves. A lot of us look past ourselves. A lot of us try to cover up what we see. We also do it you know, we do it in the form of makeup, but we also do it in the form of clothing, right? A lot of us are releasing weight and we're still wearing too big clothes, right? I, I, I'm going to raise my hand on that one. You know, I am one to wear too big clothes and to cover up the work that we've done. You know, when you look past yourself or when you wear too big clothes, especially the clothes, y'all, you don't see all of the work that you have done. You don't see the success that you have gained because we're used to covering up. We're used to covering up, you know, and I get it. I totally get it. And it's it's a, a shift that has to happen, right? Because we're we're coming up you know, used to covering up rolls and bumps and the butt and all of that kind of stuff and the stomach, you know, we're used to that, you know, layering to make things look and appear, you know, a different way. But as you are releasing the weight, I encourage you to get naked, stand in the mirror, 
admire all of your work. You know, look at and monitor how your body is releasing the fat and the rolls are, you know, diminishing. They're getting smaller. They're going away. They disappeared. They are no longer there. It's just like magic. I promise you, as I look at my body, I'm like, oh my God, look at there. It's smooth there. It used to be a roll. I know I used to scratch up under it, right? Or put powder underneath it. And now I don't need the powder anymore because there's no more rolls, right? So I, I really want us to be a little more gentler, a little more kinder to ourselves. Celebrate our wins. And the other thing that I want to um, say about this is in just in conversation going back and forward with this queen, she was saying that she wanted, she wants to see a more quantitative effect from a scale. And I'm like, man, smaller clothes and feeling better that's quantitative enough for me. You can't, to me personally, you can't get be any more quantitative um, than wearing smaller clothes. I don't care if a scale never moves. If it never moves, I shared this before of two coaching clients that I had, their sisters. And one sister released 35 pounds and that they were around neck to neck, right? And the weight that they've released at the time. And, but one sister only, you know, released one dress size, one pant size, right? But the other sister had lost, who had released um, less weight, but she had released more sizes. She went down four to five sizes, right? Now, the difference is her body was burning more fat. And that shows that everybody is different. They live together. They ate the same things, but everybody's body is different. So what I said to the the sister who was, um, she was complaining um, and I was coaching her through the fact that it's okay that your sister had released le- more weight than you, but you're smaller than her. She's still wearing like almost the same size, but your clothes are smaller than hers. Four sizes smaller than hers. Like, do you hear what I'm saying? And she was like, but, but Wendy, the scale, the scale had to move. I said, but your clothes are smaller. And she's like, but I I get that. I said, no, you don't get that. <laughs> you absolutely don't. You're, you're smaller than she is. So, you know, the scale doesn't matter. It really, you know, that whole quantitative thing. And that whole being brainwashed to believe that the scale is, you know, the measure for who you are and the work that you're doing, especially um, around this whole keto way of eating, it's not 
the truth. The scale lies. It cannot measure fat loss. It cannot measure inches release. It cannot measure heal, feeling better. It cannot measure your energy level. So I encourage you all to focus on those things. How else do you feel? Do you feel better? Do you look better? Do your clothes fit you looser? Can you do something that you haven't been able to do, like bending down without tying your shoes or, you know, no seatbelt extender on a plane, right? Can you do those things? Are those things happening for you? Those are the things that I encourage you to focus on. Focus on how you feel. Tap into how your body feels. You know, do you have less aches and pains when you wake up in the morning? Focus on those things, right? When you focus on those things, I promise you, you will really understand the benefits of keto. It's more than what a scale can ever show you. All right? So I need you all to focus and stay focused. And when you decide, I encourage you not. But if you decide to get on a scale, if it's not reflective of where you want to be, don't go into a downward spiral, right? Just know that other great things are happening within your body, all right? Your body is burning fat for fuel. Your body is releasing um, inches, all right? So stay tuned for the next segment. All right, we are back. So I want to jump in and read the next post um, from another queen. And this really, my heart hurt for her um, today. And I totally felt where she was coming from um, with this. So she wrote, so this morning almost broke me. I just started keto on Monday. I'm down 5.8 pounds, which I'm so happy about. I have 143 pounds to go for my ultimate goal. I was dropping my four-year-old daughter off at school, and I bumped into a little girl who tried. um, I bumped into a little girl who was trying to run to the kitchen and didn't see me. She cried and told the teacher that Jack's fat mommy made her hurt herself. And I broke down in the car. Like it started my day off so wrong. I didn't eat like I normally do while I'm sad, but I want to. I'm chugging water so I can stay full, but I just needed to vent. All right. So Yeah, we all um, know that children don't have filters and little children like that don't really mean 
harm. They are just repeating what they have heard at home. Children repeat what they hear. So, you know, I, you know, was looking in the group at the comments and, you know, people were saying that children are cruel and mean. And I don't think children are cruel and mean at that age. If her daughter is four, then the little girl is probably around that age as well. And so I don't think that children are cruel. I just think that they speak what they hear at home. And, you know, that those words are hurtful regardless to if they come from a child or not. And they're hurtful, right? Words are hurtful. And I am very proud of this queen, one, for coming to the group for loving support, right? And for two, for acknowledging the fact that she would not do what she used to do, right? And as she said, I didn't eat like I used to. And she was drinking water to keep herself full. I applaud this queen as I did in commenting to her because that's that that's a that's a big thing. When you are able to do, you know, the thing differently than what you used to do, right? And and I just I guess I'm just a little hesitant about this post because you know a lot of us would have eaten a food. We now we still gonna tell the story the same way, but we're gonna tell it from a victim standpoint. We're gonna tell it about falling off the wagon, you know, that proverbial wagon that proverbial keto wagon. We're going to tell it about how, you know, you just had to have a cookie and this, that, and a third. But I applauded her and I applaud her still. Um, And any of you who really understands that a shift has to happen in this young lady, even though that she had just started keto on Monday and today is Thursday, that she made the shift to realize that she is worth the effort that she's making, that she is worth the effort, that she, you know, has shifted her mindset to know that she's worth more than food and that there are other ways to deal with your emotions other than eating, right? Even even if we're eating healthy snacks, that you don't want to do that. You want to deal with your eating or your emotions uh, differently than eating. That's what you don't want to do. That's what got us to being overweight and unhealthy. 
So I applaud her for having the, you know, gall to come in and share that story. Cause I, I don't know if I would have shared it, especially, you know, being that hurt from a, a four-year-old honey. I, I don't know. So I applaud her for sharing it and sharing it in such an authentic way. This queen poured out her heart this morning. And for me, that was really amazing to read um, when I woke up this morning because she was, um, you know, it's what the group was made for. It's what I created the space for. She felt safe enough to be able to share it. And when I read all of the comments of support, loving support that the other queens, along with myself, had given her, was just like, wow, we are Black women supporting each other, loving on each other, cheering for each other. And we're all strangers <laughs> to a point, right? But we are holding space for one another and we want each other's success. And that 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 really made me happy. So to that point, all I'm saying to you all is don't continue to do the same things that you've been doing looking for a different result. Just like this queen, you have to do something different. And when you make the shift and knowing that you are worth the effort, baby, that is when change happens. That is when things shift and move in the right direction. So keep on going. When things get rough and your emotions get out of sorts, don't lean toward food. Jump in the group. Come on. We're here for you. We are your sisters in success on this journey. We got you. We got you. I promise you, we've got you, honey. So come on in the room and 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 share before you, you know, resort to eating. We're here for you. All right, all right, all right. We are back. And so I can't find the other um post that I wanted to share. However, I still remember the context of it. So the post was in reference to um, the queen releasing weight, but she showed a picture she did before and after pictures of her, her back and her upper body. And she was, you know, what she said was, you know, she released this weight and but why is her back so her upper body so damn still so damn big is not working for her something to that effect right and so um what I posted to her was on in the group um to, was to you know honor your body and in, in, in the process honor your body and your process and speak lovingly to yourself. 
So here's what I, I'll, I'll say to that is that you have to speak lovingly to yourself because your body's listening to you. Every cell in your body responds to your thoughts about yourself and your words that you say to yourself. Every cell in your body. You really are what you speak and think. You really are. When you speak negatively to yourself, that negativity shows up in your body. There was a experiment done with water. So this scientist, he took two glasses of water and he looked at both of them under the microscope and saw, you know, everything that he needed to see to start his documentation for his data that he was collecting on the experiment. And so this experiment was with two glasses of water, one that he put the good glass, he wrote um, good glass of water, and then he wrote bad glass of water on the other. The good glass of water, he spoke nicely to the water, positive affirmations lovingly to the water. The bad glass of water, he spoke negatively to, said all kinds of mean things to the water. And he did this over some time. And then at each interval, he would look at how the water composition changed under the microscope and how the molecules and things changed with each glass of water over this um, the time of this experiment. And what he found was that the water that he spoke negatively to, the molecules or whatever decreased. And the water that he spoke positively to, it grew. The molecules um, multiplied, right? And what that said to me was, one, Oh, that's water. So it showed me the being a science geek, right? That water is alive. <laughs> it's it's living. Um, because it responded versus like speaking to a rock, right? But it also showed me that not only is water alive, but you know, for me, I looked at it as if you do that, and, they, and just studying psychology, they've done it with children and babies and people, right? Negative versus positive talk and touch and all of those things. So the water just stood out a little bit more to me um, because, you know, of the fact that it was water. But think about you and your negative self-talk and you're just venting about yourself and you joking about yourself, and you shaming yourself, you speaking hate to yourself. Think about 
what you are doing to yourself on a cellular level. Just take that in. Really, take it in. Take in the fact that you are doing damage to yourself on a cellular level. Because your, resp- your cells respond to you. So when you talk and speak and think negatively about yourself and to yourself, calling yourself names, saying, calling your body parts names, fupa, fat ass, you know, I'm big, and all of those negative things that we say to ourselves, oh, we don't look good, I don't like my arms. Oh my goodness, I wish this role, my back fat, like those things, right? When you say those things to yourself, your body is listening and they, it responds. It responds so much so that it shows up. It shows up in your body. It shows up as acne. It shows up as eczema. It shows up as sickness and disease. Dis-ease. 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 It's a dis-easement with myself. So I want you to all be more mindful of the negative chatter that you have going on in your mind about yourself. And also be more mindful of what you joke about, about yourself. I know some people who always say when they want to eat something, they say, oh, I'm having a fat girl moment. I'm having a fat girl moment. And I'm like, why do you have to have a fat girl moment? One, just eat whatever it is that you want to eat. Two. How about having a skinny girl moment? Why can't we shift the negative to a positive? Have a skinny girl moment or a healthy girl moment. Why not? Oh, I'm having a healthy girl moment. Even if you are eating off plan. And I know that sounds a little cuckoo for, you know, Cocoa Puffs to somebody, you know, and I get that and it's okay. But even if you are eating off plan, tell yourself that I'm having a healthy moment because it's the moment and not the food, but your body is listening to you. So a lot of us, I'm, I, you know, I'm included in that, you know, if I decide to eat off plan, I am having all kinds, you know, all kinds of emotional things, or I used to be, I'm, I'm so much better than I was, but you know, oh my God, I shouldn't eat that. And oh my goodness. Oh, this is, you know, bad for me and all of these things. And we have all of this energy, negative energy around the food and the, you know, we create 
you know, you know, eating is ritualistic, right? And the way we cook our food and how we make a plate and we sit down to eat, it's a ritual. But then we create all of this negativity around that said ritual, which then causes, you know, a negative um, mudslide, if you will, right? And it's just everything becomes negative in and around that food and that meal. And then we then move into feeling, you know, horrible about it. Now you can decide to eat off plan if you would like, and that's that's your right. And it can be a great experience and you don't have to feel bad about it because it's how you feel that matters, right? It's how you feel that matters. So when you... Feel that your back or your upper body is really large, then you know, okay, then the feeling of that will then create other feelings. Now, can we release weight? Yes, we can. That's something we can do about, um, you know, our bodies. But can we change our bone structure? Nope. Do we, you know, get to change that? No, ma'am. So things that you cannot change, don't speak negatively about them. Love the body that you're in. Listen, y'all, your body is the house of your soul. (laughs) Without our bodies, man, we can't do anything. Think about someone who is paralyzed, right? They can't move. It's almost like they're locked in their body. Their body doesn't work for them. Someone who has debilitating um, disease, right? You know, MS or lupus or any of those other things. Be gentle. Speak lovingly. Be kind to the house which is your body that houses your soul. You need it to move freely about this world. You need it. Take care of it. Love on it. Speak kindly to it. Treat it gently. Encourage it, right? Be 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 good to yourself. And yourself is your body. Be good to your body. Your body is is your friend. <laughs> you need this thing, honey. Because on those days, you know, when the body doesn't act the way that you want it to, baby, listen. Listen. You you know, do some things to you know, make it work, you know, and, you know, taking medication or whatever that looks like for you. So, you know, make sure that you are speaking lovingly to your body. Like first and foremost, like that, 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 that's just, just, that's just a given. Speak lovingly to your body. All right. So I hope you, you know, took from this 
from this that your body is your house and we have to talk and speak positively to it. And I'm going to go a step further. Don't allow anyone else to, you know, speak negatively about your body. So one of the things that I do when, you know, people say things is I, I, I don't respond in a way where I'm cussing anyone out or anything like that. But what I say to them is that's, that's how you, that's your story. That's your um, opinion. It's not mine. Right. So I get them in check, but what I don't do is take on their views of me. Right. Because a lot of times people's words cause us to be um, uncomfortable with our own selves because, you know, a lot of truthfully, y'all, a lot of views that we hold about ourselves and our bodies is those of other people. They're not even our own. So, you know, spend a little time in meditation and check in with your body um, from time to time and really sit with her. And see how she feels. How's she feeling today? Right? Send a little loving energy to your body. You know, so when you're sitting in meditation, walk um, in some grass and ground yourself. You know, just, you know, because we have a lot of electronics and stuff. So the grounding from the grass and the ground, you know, you can release those ne- negative ions to the ground. Right? Take a nice, hot, soft salt bath. You, you know, submerge your body in some water. <laughs> like, it's okay with some salt in it. It's a good thing. All right? I hope you all take a lot from this, and I encourage you to speak more often than not, more kindly to yourself. Okay, so... I want to share with you all something exciting that's happening over in Black Girls Keto 2 on Facebook. We are having a 28-day walking challenge. That's right, 28 days. The challenge will be hosted by Coach Nisi. She's going to get us from the couch and to two miles. Woo! Walking two miles, y'all, in 28 days. So, You have to register for this challenge. I'll post it here on the um, podcast, or you can find it in the announcement section over in Facebook. Join us for this challenge. Sign up. We're going to have way more fun getting moving and join us for the challenge, y'all. You know, it's fall. And we will be, you know, the, the, it's a great time to go out and walk and watch the leaves change. And our goal as we are moving into the winter months is to get you moving now um, and finding other ways to, you know, add movement. So like if you start now about time winter comes, you will be, you know, up and ready and you have found other ways to move. We're going to coach Nisi got you. I'm going to throw in a little bit of my tidbits and things that I do. We're going to have way more fun with it. And it's another way to connect and join up in um, sisterhood. Okay. Join us for the 28 day walking challenge. 
We will see you there. It starts on, what's this month? September 28th. September 28th, we will begin the 28-day challenge. So we are looking forward to seeing you join the challenge and get moving. All righty, y'all. This has been a lot of fun, very um, insightful for me, but it's time that we close this episode. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you all for joining me on this journey, allowing me to pour into you, allowing me to share from my experience and the experience of other queens. I appreciate you all for listening. If you find value in this um, podcast, please share it out to other people that may find value in it as well. Please support the podcast. There is a link for it. Um, Leave me a message. If you have any questions, leave a message. Email me, wendy at creativelywendy.com. And if you are new to this episode or to this podcast, join us over on Facebook. We are Black Girls Keto 2. We are the group with the name Black Girls Keto 2 that have over 25,000 members. There is another group um, named Black Girls Keto 2. And you can find us on Instagram at blackgirls underscore keto2 and follow us there. Either way, get connected, stay connected, and see you next episode.